fuel, baby. Bag fuel, Heineken and Esso, Esso and Heineken. And right now, sitting in between us, is a lady who's been championing a lot of interesting behavior and ideologies. Mm. Holiday the Golden Child. How did you accomplish the impossible? You're fucking engaged. And your past is not a secret. And normally women with your resume, it'd be tough, but you made it happen. Yeah, well, I've been telling y'all how to get a ring. Just nobody was listening. I guess that was the validation. It was always there, but I feel like, be yourself. Be yourself. That's how you get the ring, be yourself. Give him the space to choose who he want to be with. If this is what he wants, the, the truth. Do you mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? The truth is, I, I don't know how to be nobody but myself. So I could never be with somebody that does it, that's trying to change me. At least not for the better. So, you know, I'm just a person that I'm, I'm myself, I'm real, I speak my mind. And to a lot of people on the outside looking in, they might feel like that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Like some things you just shouldn't say. Especially if you want a man to respect you a certain way or, you know, treat you a certain way or look at you a certain way. You got to dress a certain way. You got to, yeah. you know, and I get it. But make your relationship work for you. So if you are a woman who dresses provocative and all that stuff, and then you get with a guy who's like, well, I don't really like my girl to wear short skirts, and I don't really like my girl to wear, then that might not be the man for you. Unless in your heart, you like, well, I do want to change, turn, tone it down. And I do want to change how I dress. Not for him, for myself. You know? So I just think, I just tell women all the time, I try to be as transparent as possible about my life experiences and where I'm at in my, in my, in my space. Be yourself. Be your most authentic self. Men like confident women. That's the key. Be confident in whatever it is that you're doing. If you a hoe, be confident. If you suck dick for a living, be confident in sucking that dick. If, if you are a lawyer and a doctor or whatever, be confident in your career path and your choice. Mm. You understand? Know don't, don't get around certain people who may not idolize what you do or may not be in favor of what you do. And now you change who you are and your morals or your, your way of thinking because you're in this room or around these group of people. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself all the time. I'm not changing how I think because I'm in a room with a nun. I'm not changing how I think because I'm sitting with the pastor. I may, I may change my delivery and how I give it to people, but I'm not about to sit here and be somebody I'm not because you don't think the same way I think. Is it because you don't have a son yet? Because I don't have a son yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm saying a kid. Yeah, like, a kid. Like a son, a boy. I don't know because I don't have no kids, so I don't know. I don't, would I don't you, know would that... you change up? Probably not. Because I've seen women who have boys and then, you know, their moms, you know, how they look is their, you know, their livelihood, how they make their money, their personalities. Mm -hmm. And it's starting to backfire on a lot of young boys. Kids are, you know, pulling up what their moms is doing and it's really psychologically affecting them. Well, if your mom is on OnlyFans bent over with three guys and a dick in her mouth, yes, that could affect your son traumatically. But I don't think you showcasing your femininity is going to harm your child. Like, like okay, I have a guy friend. He has a daughter. She's about 13. Yeah. And I'm on his Instagram, and she had on this white shirt, belly shirt, and jeans. She's in, she's in school, you know? And I said to him, I said, I'm surprised you let your daughter wear, you know, the belly shirt and mm -hmm. all that stuff. He said, what was the words he said? 
I said, because I, I see you as a strict dad. He says, my, I instill certain morals and values into my daughter, but I'm never going to not allow her to showcase her femininity. What she wants to wear, she's not hurting nobody. She has certain morals and carries herself a certain way, so I'm not concerned when my daughter goes outside with, with a little belly showing. I would be more concerned if my daughter was a fast ass going outside with a belly shirtle. But if she has certain morals, you got to trust that you raise your kids right. So, you know, what I'm wearing is not going to affect how my son respects me, just like how I think in the real world. If I walk outside half naked, yes, the majority of the world is like, how you dress is how people going to handle you, right? But I am a woman who I get, I'm respected in every room that I walk in. Nobody thinks that I'm easy. Nobody thinks that they can fuck me. Nobody thinks that I'm just out here randomly going crazy because of how I'm dressed. That's how you carry yourself. I really think it's about your energy and your aura. So mm -hmm. to say, to say like it could affect your child, I think that you, yes, the girls that are on OnlyFans, they may regret that in the long run. Mm -hmm. And that may be damaging to your child, for sure. For a hundred percent sure. But that's not the path that I'm on. I think a little provocative dressing and a little bit of that ain't gonna hurt your kid. It's okay. It ain't nothing they ain't gonna see anyway. You know what I mean? But the fact of that he can go online and see his mother sucking dick. Yes, that might be very detrimental for your son or daughter. Yo, so what was your plan or did you have a plan for turning all the different things that you've been doing social media wise and being on shows? What was your plan to turn it into some real money? So I was already making real money before the, I guess you would say like the publicity. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a hard worker. So I come from, I've worked at car dealerships. I've worked you know, Capital One, I'm the girl who will keep a real job, <laughs> you know, while I'm moving. But that's not, that's not publicized to everybody, so they don't see it. Mm -hmm. um, and then as, I guess, like the, the notoriety started happening, I'm getting booked. I'm getting, you know, that money, but I'm still, I, you know, I was a stripper. I'm not dancing as much as I used to, but I still will slide in the club, grab my paper, how I grab it, you know what I mean? But now I'm like, I don't want to be in there. So I got to figure out something to keep that money coming in. So I created a shapewear business. You know, um, I wrote a book um, about things that, why are people watching me? They're watching me because they love certain aspects about me. So, you know, I'm into the plastic surgery world. Why not write a book and help guide women through this? They was in my DMs anyway, asking me for advice. So now I'm going to charge people. Mm -hmm. Just turning it into, into money. But before that, I'm a person who I know how to keep a job. And I was in the strip club making money. I, but I went from seven days to four days to three days to maybe once a month now. You know? So did, you get, did you get your body done in preparation for getting on shows like you on on the Zeus Network right now? Both. Uh, when I say both, meaning... Well, what show are you on again? Dawson's Cabaret, New York, season four. There you go. Yeah. So that they know, I, I, you know I know the show you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't, I thought you was going to say it, but Dawson's, you ain't mentioned Dawson's, it. Dawson's Cabaret, season four, <laughs> New York. What's um, that show okay. about? Only on the Zeus Network. So um, the show is basically about, you know, Jocelyn, she's an artist. I'm from and um, she basically put together a group of girls. Um, and I think this season is completely different than all the other seasons because we really focus on choreography. Mm -hmm. We really focus on performing. We're about to go on tour with Jocelyn. You know, so that's going to open up, that's going to expose me to all her millions of fans as well. You know, um, I don't know why everybody else went on the show. I can only talk about me, but the show is just about, I come from the dancing world. 
a lot of people don't know, you know, I danced professionally through childhood up until I was like 25, mm. you know, ballet, tap, jazz, African, um, modern, you know, just choreography. I like, I was a cheerleader. I was, you know, I, that's my lane. <laughs> you know what I mean? So to be able to get on a show and get back into that, I love anything that's going to keep me active. You know, so yeah. it was a fun, it was super, super fun experience. Um, but the show is just about a bunch of girls. We're in the house together. We're getting to know each other. But the but the moral and gist of the story is that we're learning choreography to be able to go on tour with Jocelyn. And I mean, I'm sure you guys, have, you have your share of tours and you know how shit get put together and all the work that goes into outfits and choreography and stage and lights. It's no small shit. It's a production. And um that's what that's what we show. We show how we put together a show. So I think people are going to really be shocked when they actually watch her show because it's it's, it's more like a the word I could use is circus du soleil. Hmm. Everybody brings something different to the table. She chose she really chose a set of girls that have talent. You know, they may not be your aesthetic of what you may like physically, all of them, you know? But I think she did a great job choosing a handful of women that represented what we see in the real world. Like for me, I know when I get feedback from the fans, they appreciate seeing a pretty brown skinned thick girl on TV. Not the aesthetic European of light skin, long hair, you know, slim. slim. They really appreciate being able to set eyes on somebody who looks like me. They can mm -hmm. relate. You know, when Jocelyn chose me, she called me a BBW, BBL. I'm not a BBW, but I'm not against you calling me that. Why are you not a BBW? Um. Just because I'm size wise, I don't even fit in that category. You know, like if you go into like the professional world of things, when it really plus size, I'm not plus size. I, I wear large. I'm not double XL. I'm not two X. I'm not like if I wanted. To, I wanted to um do Lane Bryant. They uh, cause you know I'm like I'm a big girl. You know, they said I was too small. <laughs> For Lane Bryant, they said I was too small. So what's the minimum size they need? Like stuff? The fourteen. I'm not a fourteen. I'm a nine ten. Was that before or after the surgery? No, I've never been. I've never been a fourteen. I, I have a small waist, so the average girl you're seeing on these these billboards, she's a more fluffier girl. Mm -hmm. You understand? She has a little bit more. Um, what's the proper term I want to use? She may have a little more stomach. She may have a little more umph to her. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a little bit. I'm, I'm more in shape. Yeah, I work out. You know, like surgery didn't do everything. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I work out. I eat right. You know, I take care of my body. So to them, I'm not plus size. I'm like in a, a weird space. Yeah, you're in a lane that doesn't exist only with yourself currently. Yep. Well, women of your... Of my size. So, you know, I'm a thick girl. And so when I have girls reaching out, most of the girls are reaching out like, how do you keep a stomach flat? How do you, you know, you look strong. You look, they didn't, a lot of girls didn't know I could dance. They didn't know I was this flexible. Like I come from King of Diamonds. I used to climb a 60 foot pole. You know, my shit is a little different and my stamina is different, you know? So even watching the Slim Girls, we had to walk up these like flights of stairs and I just remember in confessional saying, I was nervous of what I was getting myself into. But after seeing these bitches walk up fucking flights of stairs and about to die, I said, oh, I got this shit in the fucking back. I'm more than prepared. Mm. I'm over prepared. It's just timing. I've been, I've been preparing myself my entire life for the spotlight. You know, from, from child. Like, I'm the little girl that's like, mommy, I'm going to be on TV. 
Mm. You know, mommy, I want to be famous. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I, God gave me so many talents. We're going to figure out which one works. You know, so I do music. Um, I'm smart. I'm a businesswoman. I'm savvy. I'm a great speaker. Measy on the eyes. You understand what I'm saying? So all of those things just work for me. And I'm a genuine, sweet person. And so has a question to ask you, yes. girl, because you said... You're an artist and you rap, so he has to ask this question. Yeah, nah, I was, I'm not gonna ask her that one. I want to ask her something. Else. <laughs> yeah, something like, has being on the Zeus Network opened up any new doors for you? You know, it's so crazy. Uh, I don't, you know, and I think you're like that. So you don't talk about everything that you got going on, right? Until it actually comes to the forefront. So I have a lot of seeds already planted. I what I will say, Zeus did for me is highlighted a whole new group of people that didn't know I existed. Such as? A fan base of women um, and maybe even some new opportunities as far as like um, that want to highlight what I'm doing. Like I like speaking. I like the media personality. I like the podcast. And so I've always wanted to, I see myself going on a lot of uh, platforms and speaking to like women exposed. So you're trying to be the next Jada Pinkett? Oh, I don't even say Red table talk? (laughs) I look like some shit you would do. Along that line, the view, um, even 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 radio broadcasting, you know, like journalism. I I was just talking to my publicist. I'm like, I'm about to go back to school for journalism. You understand what, what I'm to saying? write stories? No, I I just want the technicalities of 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 how to really understand and get grab the information correctly. If somebody told me to do that. They they told me to take a course at NYU, and I was supposed to do it this summer. But I have time, but they definitely told me to take a course mm-hmm. in the NYU, not only to learn the ins and outs, but you build different relationships there as well. And they could put us in like way different positions than <clears throat> sitting here grinding because they because they know that when you're taking these courses, you're not taking them to graduate. You're taking them to learn about the craft and everything. Yeah. And they look at that as reinvesting into yourself mm-hmm. through knowledge. Mm-hmm. Because the experience is already there. And and you know, a valuable mentor said, like, really, I'm going to tell you, like, the experience is going to get you the job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your credentials of what you've already done, when people look back on all these platforms you've been in and how well you speak, and that's going to get you the job. But you may meet the right people, like you said, going to the NYU who may say, hey, you ever thought about being on the news? Yeah. You ever thought about... You want to do the cover the story on the red carpet? I know how to or do I it. Or I know this girl that's at Fox 5 or that's at Channel 4 and they was talking about somebody like you or maybe Man. I could just put you with them and see what y'all can explore together. Yep. That's the places that most of these people are because they're people like me, right? I know everything about the music business, right? But I don't want to be in it. Mm-hmm. So if, if I went to a school, I could teach people at a university in a course about everything about the music business, but the difference between me and most teachers is I lived it. Yep. For real. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. It's so golden. now, so now you have people like like myself that are in these universities. You have people that start in the Rock Nation school to teach people different things like that. To to enable them to learn how to get money. Because before just us was like, yo, 
If I don't do music no more, I'm doing something else. I got enough money to retire. I'm not teaching nobody shit. I'm not doing that. They got to learn on their own. It's a different day and time with the climate, so. Well, this is why you meet, you see, you see like these football players, right? Some of these football players, when they are done playing, they go into sports casting, mm -hmm. broadcasting. They have a degree in a bachelor's and, and broadcasting and all these things that we didn't even know they had. Or, you yeah. know, I, what was the other football player? He's going, he's going to school to be a doctor. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So it's important. I, I wasn't ready for college. When, when everybody was going to college. I went to the party, chased the boys, get fucked up. My mama spent money for me to stay on campus. That was why I went to school. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think it's important that more than anything right now, I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I know what classes to take. I know what courses to take that are going to enhance those things that I want to do. I'm ready to take my career to the next level. I no longer just want to wing it. Like, respectfully, this stuff just fell in my lap by the grace of God. I walked on a show one day and was just myself. The rest is history. So now, how do you stay in this game? How do you stay in this lane? How do you stay at the top of what you're doing? How do you be the best at what you're doing so nobody can move you? How do you progress and keep moving up? Yes. So I can't just keep sitting out on a couch and talking and think that's enough. No, I need the training, the proper training, how to speak. How to let somebody else speak, mm -hmm. how to how to have a, a, a dialect, how how to accept that we may not have the same opinions without getting upset. Get out of my female bag. You know, somebody told me, a mentor told, told me, do you want to be a woman or a boss? Can't be both. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> and I didn't understand what he meant. No, it didn't sound, it doesn't <laughs> sound crazy. It's one or other. You know, but I didn't understand what he meant because it's when a things, mentality. Yeah, when things didn't go my way, I turned into a girl. You know what I mean? I start crying. It's not like that. I, I hate that. That's annoying. <laughs> That's annoying. What TikTok it, yeah. always start basing all up and everything. And as soon as shit don't go away, oh she turned. And, and, and we actually say that. Be like, yo, she turned. She turned into a girl. We we thought she was this, and when it, when shit was going her way on her side, she bossed up. She this, she that. As soon as she found out, oh no, bitch, it ain't it ain't exactly that way. Now you want to cry about yeah, it. Yeah, when you see that happen, that's just trash. You, you'll see a group of men. They'll just be real quiet. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll be like, she's a girl. I and I told my god sister that she started out with us, and I was like, yo, in this situation, if you gonna work with us, you can't be a girl. And she was looking at me like, what the fuck? It's not possible mm -hmm. to work with all this testosterone and you think you're going to come in here with and tears. be a fucking girl. Because if this nigga cries, oh my God, we got to shut this whole shit down. Mm -hmm. If he busts out crying, if I bust out crying, yo, I don't even know if I could work with this nigga again. Yeah. And for, for a girl, this is acceptable at any point in time in the conversation, taping, meetings, whatever. I can bust out and be a girl at any fucking point in time, and that's not gonna work in this professional world. No, yo. that's why I said before I got here, I had a makeup pickup, you know, this heat and everything like that, and I ran out of makeup. My favorite makeup, that quality makeup, like I like to mm -hmm. use. And um, so I substituted, and it just was not working. And literally, I was supposed to leave my house at one o'clock, and I'm looking at the clock, and it's 1.15. And I'm like, I start crying, and I break down, and I'm just like, I'm ready to call Bianca and tell her I'm not, we can't do this, right? And, and then I said, how, how, how are you going to make it? You want to be a star. You want to be that girl. You want to you lead these rooms and you want to you do all these things. You got to be able to work under pressure, baby girl, because this is a small technicality. 
for preparing you for the big stage. Because a lot, if you think this is wrong, wait till your mic is not working. Wait until sound is not right. Wait till you, your dress rips. Wait till you got to go on camera and, and your hair lady ain't here. You got to curl your own shit now. You understand what I'm saying? So I said, fuck it. I got some some dope shades, and I'm 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 not gonna let the people down. I gotta I gotta show must go on. You've learned troubleshooting. Yeah, that's that's what a man has to learn from the moment he's born. Yeah, troubleshoot a problem. If you want to leave these rooms, right? Mm. I heard that. Where 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 are you leading them to? Greatness. But what's the plan? Like where? Like if I if I come in a room, right? If I, if I come in a room, I say, y'all, if I'm in the music business room, yeah, this is where I, they need to let me take over the label. I can lead y'all niggas to greatness. Mm -hmm. If you're an artist, yo, let me take over your whole career. I can manage you. I can lead you to greatness. What In what mm -hmm. area would you be leading any room to greatness? What room do what, what room are you looking to be in? I'm, I'm in the room filled with the women. I'm watching not only the mistakes I've made. Mm -hmm. I was just on the phone with somebody riding here and we were talking about um, the women in the game that have all these millions of followers. I don't got millions of followers. I got a nice following, but I don't got millions of followers. And I said to him, I used to look up to these girls. He said, yo, that's so humbling for you to even say that you looked up to these girls at one point. I said, yeah, I looked up to them at one point until I realized that I was that girl. And I was looking up to them because I'm like, they're on TV, why not me? Mm -hmm. They're doing this, why not me? Why, you know what I mean? No, it's not you because you're not supposed to be in the rooms yet because you haven't done the work. And and here's the crazy thing. Somebody also said to me, because I have so many great people around me, I'm blessed, right? Um, the sooner you realize that you are it, the better off you'll be, right? And so I stopped comparing myself to other people. I stopped um, criticizing, because we are worst critics. I stopped mm -hmm. criticizing myself and I just started working. And, and my work speaks for itself now. That's what I was about to say. People always, people always leave out the work. The work is the biggest key. But people always trying to skip over the work. They're always trying to catch a break. Oh, I should be that dude. Mm. Nah, you can't be that dude. That dude over there put in mad fucking work already. Years, time, effort, people, money. So in order for you to even try to get on that dude or put yourself in that nigga mind frame, you got to be able to put the work in. I'm flattered sitting next to you guys, right? Here's the girl in me because it's like teary, right? But... um. I'm excited. I'm kind of speechless because I know what type of nigga you are. You know what I'm saying? I know what type of nigga you are. And y'all don't give accolades and y'all don't give flowers unless they really are due. Y'all not dick riders. Y'all not clout chasers. Y'all not none of that. And so to be sitting here or whatever, Esso's my friend. He could have been brought me on his show. We could have did a lot of things together. In his mind, I see you. Keep working. Keep working. Now my work speaks for itself. This is not him doing me a favor. This is him saying, I see you. Yeah. So the funny thing is, like I go back to the work. I've been working. It's just now y'all niggas is catching up and getting to see the seeds flourish. I've been working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting how you're working because, like you said, you're boisterous. You're very transparent. You, you don't leave nothing on the table. So now a lot of women, that's backfiring on them. You see what I'm saying? And they're having issues. I'm I'm watching an Asian doll say she's regretting being on OnlyFans. I watched another girl saying that all these maneuvers, because they felt like bosses, they didn't get the accolade, they didn't get the right dude. Like, 
I know you gave an abstract understanding, but what were the steps to over really overcome that? Because like as someone I talk, we're looking at girls, we're like, damn, your titties out. But they're having a hard time. They, they're, overcoming you're not, that lane. You're only gonna be looked at as recreational. Okay, so this is how did you avoid just being recreational smashing? Great mentors yeah. and putting God first. Because he leads me. All right. I, I have to give him his credit. When I'm confused and I hit a brick wall, yeah. I, I can't make it up. I stop and I pray. And I ask God, mm. I got the Holy Bible on my phone right now. It's an alert. It goes off randomly throughout the day. If I ignore it, it'll keep going off till I stop and read whatever scripture it yeah. is. And nine times out of 10, it's something applying to whatever I was questioning, whatever yeah. I was unsure about. I ask God for clarity. And I also ask him for discernment. And if you don't know mm. what discernment is, that is being able to act quick on your feet in, in, in spaces of uncertainty. Anything that is going to block my focus or fog my, my judgment and my way of thinking, whether it's drugs, whether it's a man, whether it's the group of friends I'm around or the environment I'm in, even, even if I really want to be there, it may not serve me to be there. Mm. I want to be everywhere. But I only, God only wants me to be in rooms that serve purpose and I'm celebrated it. So I advise these women that are having so much difficulty in finding their lane and how to get to a place of happiness and really truly be happy with what you're doing and what you're putting out there. Not what you think everybody else wants to see and going home and crying and be like, I can't believe I did that, but the check was good. I'm past that point about, like I said to SO, I've been getting money. And, and my brand isn't built on Lambos, diamonds, and flashing money and designer. I, I got all of that, but I spent $1,500 on a wig before I do that on a bag. You understand what I'm saying? Our, our priorities are kind of different. You know, I like to live good. I like walking in my house and my house looks great. I don't care what everybody else on the outside looks like. I, I'm like a trapper. I wear the same outfit three days in a row if nobody saw me in it. Why? Because I'm not doing this for everybody else. I'm doing this to get to a space where I'm comfortable in life. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Um, like I said, I said, keeping God first and just having great mentors. I, I remember being in King of Diamonds, and this is when I first started like uh, wanting to be an artist. And Rico Love, he's one of my good friends. And uh, he said to me, if you want people to, and this is when the Black China is, yeah. Cardi's was just coming out. Cardi's one of my, was one of my good friends. I brought her to King of Diamonds. You understand what I'm saying? And he said to me, if you want people to take you serious, you have to leave the club. And I didn't understand it at that moment because I'm like, all these girls is getting famous from, from being strippers and rappers, you know, strappers. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's getting famous from getting on the pole, having niggas, because that's what people and want. Rapping. Mm -hmm. And rapping. He threw 60,000 at her and she drops a song. It's amazing. She goes viral. But that wasn't the, um, the formula for me. See, you got to stop watching everybody else because that may not be your formula to success. So having great mentors and keeping God first, I think a lot of girls are missing. They don't have a good circle. They don't have a good team of friends. They don't have an example. It's kind of like they say, like, you are who your, your company is. Mm -hmm. So I had to change my company. I was a stripper in the club, but I, I had to stop hanging out with them. How hard was that? Because, oh. because I talked to, because I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I talk to people about that all the time. 
I said, yo, if you around doodoo head niggas, don't talk to me about what the doodoo head circle did because they doodoo head niggas. They not searching for nothing. They're not trying to become nothing. They're in a holding pattern. This is what they're going to do, right? But even in my situation, I might not have had doodoo head niggas, but I had a lot of hood niggas around me. It was very hard to switch off and not just be with the people and do the things that I used to do because you had to go to other places and do different things and step your own standards up. You couldn't worry, you couldn't wait for them no more. How fucking hard was that or is that for you right now? It's not a, not hard anymore, mm-hmm. but it took me about five years to transition which means people no longer, I mean, no longer walking into a room. I had to change people's perceptions of me. I'm the stripper girl. I pop pussy, I climb the pole. I'm in Live on Sunday, King of Diamonds Monday. That was really my life. Mm-hmm. We, go to King of, we go to Live on Sunday to go meet the niggas, bring the King of Diamonds on Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're on a yacht because they only in town for a short time. And your whole premises is you're in survival mode. You're trying to get the bag. You're chasing the bag. You got to get the money. You got... And so you forget everything else in the purpose. I had no purpose chasing this money. I advise any girl, I'm never going to tell you a path to take, but if you want to be a stripper, you want to be in the club, go in with a purpose. See, now when I step in a strip club, I have purpose. I'm about to buy a house. So if I step in, I'm going to grab 10 bands so I can put that down and close it. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming back no more because I don't need to meet niggas. I'm not looking for a trick. I'm not looking for a sugar daddy. I'm not looking to be saved no more. And I'm damn sure not in survival mode no more. You know, I've watched girls go to the club every day because they are in survival mode. They got kids to feed. They got yeah. they got bills to pay. They got so many and they're not doing the right thing when they getting that money. You know, okay. yeah, no. Because the key words, the key phrase she said was no more to me. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because when you're in that mode, it's a lot of people that's in that mode. And they making decisions and they saying shit and they doing shit and burning bridges and they don't even understand you doing that because you in survivor mode. You can't really see clearly yeah. if yeah. you even understand that because people that's been there and come out of it, you look at the same thing that, that happened while you was in survivor mode than when you're not survivor mode and you like, it wasn't even that fucking serious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you coming Yo. back to it. Mm-hmm. So the key is that no more and understanding and knowing where you're at with your situation, because if people sit down and do it, and I tell people this all the time, I tell Heineken this a lot, I tell my wife this a lot, I'll be like, yo, sit down and think about this shit. And when I say sit down and think about it, I don't mean just think about it for an hour or today. It's a process of thinking about it. And thinking about something is over the course of a week or a month or months. You're thinking out a process on how to win, not just thinking about the fucking situation, why it happened, why it shouldn't have happened, how you could have prevented it, how you could have made money off of it. That's that's process of days. You're not going to figure that out right away. So while, while you're thinking that you're taking a long time to, to think about something, you're actually putting the work in. Word of strategy. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and then you become a strategist. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you come back out and you're better from that. Yeah, because... Um... Me going in the strip club 10 years ago and me stepping in the strip club now, the game is different. I have a different... It smells different to you. One, I have nothing in common with the girls in the club. I have nothing in common with them. We don't even speak. I get dressed and I hit the floor. Because while I'm here and while you're here, clearly it's not the same reason. I see girls come to work just to get high. 
They don't want to be there. I, I, they don't even want to be there. Bitch, I don't even want to be but there. But think about it. You got, all, <laughs> you got these, you got these, well, depending on what type of strip club. But it's like dirty niggas and guys they don't find attractive, guys who don't have a personality. I will the say, strip club is wild I, I, dirty. But I also will say. Go for it. I have made some of the best connections and relationships because these niggas see me in the ground and mud. Yeah. See me come up like a rose through the concrete. The respect is different. But how long? Let me ask you this, right? Because I'm leading you somewhere. The reason why you were able to start identifying quality in individuals, you can look and say, hey, like I remember there was this one guy, he didn't have a car and he was trying to take the stripper home. And the strip club was in Queens and he lives like two hours within Jersey. And he's like, yo, I'll just take an Uber. And she just was like, she couldn't, I realized he had the bag. Maybe she was scared he was going to kill her. I mean... Whether two hours you hop, away. No, two hours, I mean, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I mean, I'm putting myself in, I, I in, in on a, two hours away. But no but, car. But, but no way to trace me. Say this. I don't know, bro. Guy, he's known in the industry. She already knew no who he came in. I mean, <laughs> that shit don't hold this no value. He's a listen. He's a person. Listen, that, don't get murdered. No, <laughs> because I've seen girls go with dudes for way less. They ain't have no business being around these type of dudes. they trash. Dude. They trash. Come on. You be like, yo, shorty, you're smart. Why are you even going into this? Because you don't know. You don't, you're in survival mode. Because she's put, not smart like you think she is. Yeah, I put myself in so, so many, I put myself <laughs> in, in so many harmful situations and traumatic situations because I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time chasing yeah. the wrong thing. It's life. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't been with a nigga and though he was cool and, and then, Nigga try to hold me hostage in his house. And now you start really thinking, why did I even come here? What was But what you was, know why he held you hostage? Was, huh? You know why he held you hostage. There you go. Because he's fucking crazy. No. I don't give a what do you mean? You know why he you know why he kidnapped. He's taking yeah. the car and he's going yeah. left. He's you know, going left you know for why we're going to the you. mountain. You know, you know why he raped you? No, no. that, no, no, that it's I don't know. No, no, don't say no, that, don't say no, that. We no, don't, 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 we don't no, condone no. that stuff. We don't condone rape, but I'm saying like, we don't condone that what I'm saying is, is no, you had no reason to hold Oh No, I'm not, I'm not saying he was right. Yeah. You saying he was hitting that, he didn't want to let the pussy Yeah, that's it, the shit was smoking. What? He's trying to act like he, he, he's saying, your, your pussy was that good, he's not letting He didn't even hit it. You know, oh, I, then he's crazy. Yeah, like, oh, that's, that's why he ain't let her leave. Yeah, that's he, why he. He's, he's now. So you now, don't, hold on, hold on. Now he's not that crazy. Now, I get it now. No, so that sounds like he was investing in you, and he felt like he wanted an ROI. Doesn't matter. I'm not saying he's right. Yeah. You're okay. Wrong. So how much money did you get out of this nigga? Nothing. Yo, how did? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. He was a nigga in the club that was consistently coming. For you. For me. Yes, I know. Right. So, so, so he's spending money on you. Finally, that doesn't obligate me to sleep with you. No, I'm this not saying thing, he is. This is the thing I'm not that, saying he is. Here's the thing, right? Here's the, I'm going to tell you the beautiful thing about yeah. knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. Where I'm at, when I go into the club, it is a job. Yes. I'm, you are not, you don't have the right to disrespect me. Mm -hmm. You don't have the right to fondle me if I don't want to be because I am at a work. I don't give a fuck if I got a thong on, if I'm butt ass fucking. Here's the, here's the, let me give you even better vision. Niggas in New York, if I was on stage and slid my panties to the side, niggas is looking like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's I'm the cold. A, I'm in the south. That's you gotta be ass naked. That's the minimum. I'm naked and niggas are so unfazed. They don't want to touch. 
They don't want my name. They don't even want the fucking number. Dance, bitch. How about the difference of when it, when it rains in a New York club, these girls run for the money. And in the words of DJ Drama, when that money's on the floor, you don't motherfucking touch it. You dance down south. That's the club owner's fault. I mean, still. It's the club owner's fault. Yeah, because this is their money getting taken. The club owner, because you do that shit in a, in, a, in a club, the club owner's coming downstairs himself and he's telling and, you, and you pack your shit up yeah. and you gotta go. Got you. Exactly. You gotta go. So it's the club owner's fault. But back they to have, what you... They have created that dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's just what it so is. It makes, it, it, it makes nobody... it about the ro- it makes them look like roaches. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but well, ain't nobody playing is, with me like that. They don't the got the protection with mm-hmm. the money. With... Niggas value me in the club so much because I teach them how to spend their money in the club. See, if you don't know how to, you used to these roaches on the floor, baby boy. Listen to me. When a nigga start doing that little dribbling, dropping the five dollars, like, hey, hey, don't do that. What? Don't do what, that. What they supposed to do? Listen, I'm gonna rock out with you for a while. I'm not moving around the club. This is my money. So if you're gonna throw it, throw it, I'm gonna pack my shit up. See, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid to pass up on paper. I I'll, I'll sit at the bar all night until that one nigga come in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not doing all that. And then I'm respected in the club. Ask any bitch in this fucking game that know me from but, any but, from stallist or whatever. If that dollar fly over there and you know that nigga didn't throw it at you, I promise you, bitches bring that dollar back. Uh, now you see how you're they set, bring that dollar how back. you setting up holiday. The- did your money through flew over there? Cause they know, they really know. But the only reason they doing the roach shit is because the other bitches is allowing it to happen. Got you. Let me dance for a nigga in any of these clubs, and money's going everywhere. Bitches is going like this, making sure it don't yeah. go nowhere else. Mm. And I might just tip a bitch after for doing some shit like that. Yeah, it's the etiquette. But how? Where was this guy at to kidnap you or attempted a kidnap you? <laughs> no, this shit is, is fascinating to me. <laughs> I went home. I went home with him from the club. See. And because I thought, because I thought he was a vibe. Mm-hmm. We smoking, we drinking. And nigga just came. He he leaves, goes to the back of his room, comes back with a gun. I don't know why he did what he did. Comes back with a pistol and basically like, you're not leaving. I'm like, I'm not leaving. It I didn't sound like you was leaving if you was vibing. Like why did he think that you was leaving? I don't know. He's like a, he's a, he. Some people are just nutcases. I don't. I can't. I can't tell you why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. I, I've been robbed before. I can't tell you why, nigga. I'd rather them take the pussy than the money. I was like, leave the money, take the pussy. <laughs> Nigga, you got a pistol to my head. Like, I, I just work hard for that 15000 You know what I'm saying? Don't take the money and don't take my dog. Please. This is a dog, too? Take the pussy. You and your mans can run this train. Go ahead. Do it. Oh my God. I need my paper tomorrow. I got family to feed. I got shit to do. <laughs> you want to rob me? I Bad just, few. I just came out the shower butt the ass money. naked. You want to rob me? You're crazy. Holiday the golden child. You're fucking crazy. But that's the club's fault too. In what way? I had a nigga throw money at me and then come rob me for it. Where are you from? Like New York. Uh, yeah, yeah. You give 100 to the club for one, so how much they taking out? 10%. 10%. But they've always done that. They always do. You get nothing. That's why I have my niggas. They come with the book bag. Because I need all my money. Don't hand me a $1,000. Ain't taking out more than $10? 10, tw- 10 to $20, but it's a the business. The ATM? The ATM? No, what's, what's way more? What? Certain yeah, clubs, i But niggas I've don't count their ones. They're not counting their ones. What? You ask for $400, and they're not sitting there like, 
blank tilt door. Yeah. They're not doing that. Niggas is ripping it, ripping that's the hundred dollars and doing it. That's one club. It takes between uh, on average, they take twenty five dollars. They taking forty percent. Yeah. But I'm telling you why because it's a business within the business. You have to understand how a strip club works. My uncle owns strip clubs all his life, so I understand how they make money. You make money from the door, the bar, the girls tip out, mm-hmm. and the ones. It's a business within the business. And then you got to also remember if I have if I as a club owner got to go to a bank every fucking day to make sure I got. A hundred thousand in ones, because I don't know what type of niggas is coming in going crazy. They taxing me. Mm-hmm. So you getting somebody it right gotta back. pay that. Mm-hmm. Somebody gotta pay that. <laughs> you know, it's a business within a business. But and they and they and and the club depends on your ignorance. They know you ain't counting that money. So did you ever think about getting into the strip club game and running it? It's so funny because I did that already. Um, shout out to my uncle Akinelli. We opened up V Live Miami and I was 33% owner. I put up 250 grand into the club. Shout out to Jimmy Solomon. He, God rest his soul. But he gave me 250 grand, told me, stop dancing and do whatever you want to do with the money. I invested into a club. And we had a cabaret in the back, at the strip club in the back. We had the restaurant flowing. Anybody who knows who was playing in Miami, 2015 to 19, you know me. Mm-hmm. We've had every, you name them, they done been to V Live Miami. Name, name anybody. Nas, the Birdman, name them. They come. They came because off the strength of, you know, my uncle's a legend in the game. You know what I'm saying? So they come in to show respect because this is what he do. So I got into it. It was hard for women, the women to digest because I went from dancing next to these girls to being their boss. Mm-hmm. That also taught me how to be a real boss. That, you know, people talk about being a boss, a boss, a boss. A boss is a student in, in the game. Like, you can't make people feel like they're working for you. This is something valuable I was taught too. They have to feel like they're working with you for it to be successful and to run smoothly. Mm-hmm. So because I'm coming from the strip club and I have no experience on running nothing, I think being a boss is telling people what to do. Running shit. Like that's what I thought, but it wasn't. It's, it's teamwork. It's, it's me making these women and whoever else is a staff feel like they're happy to come here. We are family. I, you know, I'm going to pay you a paycheck to do a service but I'm here with you. So if I got a fried chicken, if I got to serve these tables, I'm not too good mm-hmm. and above to do it. Got you. You understand? I'm not above. If it's too busy and we understaffed, I'm going to wait tables. I'm still me. Mm-hmm. But we got to keep the lights on. You know when you got a good boss is when niggas say, yo, it's my boss. Yes. Yeah. That's when you know you got a good boss. Yes. Because niggas don't say that shit. Niggas is proud to be like, yo, hold on, I'm talking to my boss. Yeah. That's when you know that you work with a nigga and yes. they value you and you value them. You know, I have my own um, modeling agency and women empowerment company. It's called Top 20. I've been seeing. Yeah. And so we basically like funnel out girls for like bartending jobs and hostings. And you need a team of girls to wear your your logo and serve hookah. I got them. Mm -hmm. You know, videos. I'm not really into the... I started like with the video vixen lane and I I dabbled in that too, you know. But niggas ain't paying me what I want no more. So, Mm. So I'd rather send... What you, what you could give me, I could send you five girls. And I don't got to be there and I can still collect. And those set of women, like you said, they are proud to say, Holiday's the, this is our CEO. You know what I'm saying? This is our CEO. I'm going to call her on the phone. This is the boss. I have girls come to me. My girls come to me all the time. This girl wants to be a part of the group. I told her to talk to my boss. You're the boss. They understand it. But I'm not walking around saying I'm the boss. I'll let y'all in the front in the front line. Like, go ahead, do y'all thing, shine, do y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all, I want y'all to feel what it's like to have all this clout. I, you know, I don't need it. You can't give yourself the credit other people have to give it to yep. you. Yes. 
That was something. Um, that's the part that I hate about. I want to say that's yeah. the part that I hate about a lot of people right now. Mm-hmm. They're giving themselves the credit. They're talking about themselves. Like, come on, you don't you don't hear us talking about how dope we are and we're it and all that shit. We might crack jokes about well, well we know what's up, but niggas know we're standing here putting the work in because we know other people gotta call you to go. Other people got to say that you're great. Other people got to feel it. They got to want to be a part of what you got going on. It's not about you. And that's the one thing that I learned most about being in front of the camera. When I was in back of the camera, I always thought it was about them. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of people, they get it to be about them. Jay-Z is about them. You got Beyonce's. You got the Rihanna's. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got the Mariah Carey's. Yes, it's about them. But for the tear down that is also rich and they also really famous, it's about how the effect that they're having on other people is what's making them great and how the other people feel about them and how they rally behind them and how they talk about them. Great mentors, I go back to that. I got to sit down with T.K. Kirkland. Mm-hmm. He said the same thing. He said, he said one, um, let somebody else do the bragging for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because I had, I think I had said something like, he was like, well, you know, who are you? And I'm like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, that, He said, you definitely are. But, but moving forward, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Let somebody else tell you you're beautiful. Let somebody else tell you the shit. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else tell you that they see your work ethic, that you work hard. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, you don't do it no more. It's unladylike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was unladylike. I feel that way, but that's the wave. It's, it's tricky. Because yeah. I, 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 I was going to say women, but I didn't want to be on that gender story, that, that mm-hmm. fucking gender shit. But right now with chicks, that's the wave. It's the, it's the I'm that bitch wave. I'm telling you. And it's like, yo, sis, real talk, if you that bitch, trust me, we know. Right. Yeah. We're going to tell you because we're going to ask who is this that, bitch. Yeah. Because yep. that bitch is on her job. Yeah. Yo, she she ain't playing. She's not walking around. She's not thinking about it. We know what's going on. It's the same way when you doing the shit on camera. Niggas know who's playing and who's not. Mm-hmm. Niggas know who's working, who's really putting their heart behind it, who really want this shit, who's using their fame as a pawn, who's really not, who's really putting the work in. People know what's going on out here. And niggas need to act like it just a little bit more. That's why I hired Bianca. She can do all the bragging in the room for me. I just oh, that's why you get to check the brag. Yeah, I just, I just, I walk in the room and just be cool, calm, collected, sweet. I don't have to be the bad guy. If I don't like something, I, mean, when- I, I can humbly just smile. We got Bianca. I don't like this, and she can go say "fuck you," stay away, suck my dick, whatever she's gonna say. She could be the bad guy. You wanted to. I never even heard her come off like that. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean that. Yeah, no, but no, I'm just yeah, saying. That but, no, no, I, no, I got what you're saying. Yeah, you're but get in her language. If she's doing that with her demeanor, yo, you nice. Yeah, she is. <laughs> One of the things in the whole, you know sphere of relationships and all of that when you're giving your commentary you're one of the few women that actually hold women to the torch as well you'll you'll cook guys you'll show love to guys does that work against you a lot do women feel like you're what's the term fake terminology pick me or does that f up your money i'm never a pick me i'm always chosen i i understand i hate the language overall because i'm never a pick me um i'm never i'm never in a room trying to be seen actually I try to walk in rooms and be, it's hard. I mean, well. Because I always get pulled out of the bunch. Well, this. I always get, I always on, get the spotlight right on the front of me. Like, why, you we know why? You? But you know why. I mean, it's fat ass, maybe. And the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But naked. Yeah. Fat ass. Half butt naked. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you're and walking with looking at me. Yeah. 
Wait, and you know ass, niggas is thirst? Fat ass, half a naked, on, got like, my body done, but niggas looking at me? I, I, don't, I don't know why, I, nigga. I'm trying to take this fat ass, this trunk back here to the back so niggas can't see me. Get a butt reduction oh, shit, real but quick. my skirt by my pussy. Would you do that? I actually did. <laughs> what? I actually did. I, my last BBL, I reshaped my butt just to take it down because it was like so How big. many BBLs you had? You said your last one. Yeah, I had, I had a BBL uh, last August. And, last August. I, oh, and you had one before that? Five years before that. Okay, so you had two or you had three? I had three altogether. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But now I'll be going under that motherfucking knife. Y'all yeah, but you know, but, she brave. Yeah. But, but let me tell you, of... let me tell you, people be like, why? Why are you so um okay with doing that sock because I can afford it now? So a lot of what women about bleeding out. We're not talking about the price. price. We're talking about your life. Your life, the courage. Yeah. Going under the knife. Yeah, okay. So yeah. one, one. <laughs> This is why I have go get go go get that book. Yo, you know what? I'm getting one. I'm getting another one next week because you know what? I got the money. I want to do this shit on my cats and my toes. Absolutely, you should do whatever makes you fucking happy. I'm not going. You're not afraid though. Don't they put you to sleep for that? They do. I've been awake. Also, my first time getting lipo, I was awake and I was like, I'd never do this shit again. Why not? Because because I could see everything. I don't want to see nothing. Wake me up. There's so many ways God has for me to die. And so I don't feel like it's going to be on the table. Some people are afraid to fly because they feel like I'm going to die in the air, so they don't want to fly. I have, there's some people who get in cars and have PS, PTSD, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm scared in the car. Mine happens to not be surgery. Why not just go do more gym exercise? I do do the gym. Let me explain it because you're not a man. She's a big body Benz. It's All right. Hard to lose Let's break it down. It, 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 it is and it isn't. Let me just okay. tell you certain right. things, right? You got to stop eating meat. Nah, it's not even that. Like what your, is your, it? your your body structure is your body structure, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been very slim before, and I've been I'm at a happy weight right now. You know, I yeah, like, you're, I, you're engaged. That's all I know. I, I like I like I like where I, no, not happy weight. Like happy weight, meaning I'm I'm where I'm where I want to be. I I, I I like the way I look. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? When I'm naked, I'm happy. So, Why you gotta bring him naked? Don't you gonna leave him? You gonna leave him in the wrong direction? That's what I'm saying. He can't, he can't take it. He's gonna go left, but go ahead. But go on. So, I I'm not, I'm not scared of the surgery. One, I feel like I do my research. So mm -hmm. go get that book. I am not a doctor. It's on Amazon. It's free. It's a guide to. You put uh, a free book out? I definitely did. Why the fuck would you do that? Why not? Because the next book ain't gonna be free. And they're gonna wanna buy the next one because there's a there's a number two coming. But I gave Congratulations it. on that. Thank you. I, I didn't do it for the money. Like I said, I've been getting money. Some okay. things, some things are just are it's not my, it's good marketing. Yeah, it's not Great some, marketing. some things are just not. I I did it with my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that and and that that is gonna put me in, in many more positions for money. So mm. sometimes sometimes You're looking at the long play. Always. My book is forty dollars. <laughs> You getting his book, right? Absolutely. My cookbook. He could fucking is $40. cook too, yeah. You could cook? Yo, real shit. I got a cookbook dropping in October. It's forty dollars. It ain't free. No, yeah, I love that. I does nothing for free. I've done some things for free. Such as. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get into that later. But but um She's a man. I personally I'm so when it comes to surgery, you're not a woman, so you wouldn't understand. But the mm -hmm. best way I can correlate it to is there's nothing you can do to get your balls back tight again. But you know, there's nothing you no, can no, no, do. No. It's not enough ball lifting but in the fucking holiday, world to holiday. get them saggy balls no, 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 back no. tight again. Actually, 
it's a bad thing if they're telling you they're supposed to be loose. Okay, I'm not talking about yeah, the normal sack. I'm talking about the droopy balls. You understand? There's nothing you can See, do. He's talking about your young sack compared to your old sack. You don't, you, don't, you don't want that slap in the dick ass? My not up like it used to be when I was 15 and 20. Right. Whatever, girl. And so there's no ex exercise. They just took me. I'm, I'm going with it, ghost. What, what am I supposed to do? There's no, there's no squatting. <laughs> there's no exercise. There's no ball lifting class. There's no massages you can so do you just to work. tighten them balls again. There's but no... There's no plastic surgery. There is plastic surgery. And there you go. This ball sack is plastic there surgery. You go. So, yes. so here's my point, right? Go for it. When I lost a lot of, I used to be 340 pounds. We'll show that picture at one at one point in life, right? I, when I was 20, I was 19. I was working at Capital One Bank. I was I was 340 pounds. I was the heaviest I ever been in my life. I was a chunky girl in high school, but I was always pretty. I was flying like a fight, so nobody played with me. Okay. And when I got to this job, this corporate building. Um, they had a gym there. Mm -hmm. And I decided one day, I went to the doctor and they said I was borderline diabetic too. Mm -hmm. And there's like, by the time you get to the such and such age, you'll probably be dead if you keep going on this route. Mm -hmm. So I decided to change my life. And this is when Special K became a thing and all that. So I was eating Special K every day and I was taking my fat ass downstairs to the corporate gym when I got out of work instead of going home and eating. Mm -hmm. And I lost the weight. And... From that moment when I had lost all the weight, my titties started sagging. I didn't have big titties anyway, so but they started sagging. Because of the weight difference. Because of the weight. Got you. How about that? The gym did not lift my titties. It didn't, it didn't do anything but take away the mass of it. So I got my titties done. I understand. You understand what I mean? So the light bow, my stomach was flat. I never had a gut even as a big, big girl. I never had a gut. But there was this definition I wanted, and the gym was not giving. There was this pudge. So as a woman, also, it really happens mostly with women who have kids. Yeah, the food part. The, the, ab, the ab muscle protrudes. So yeah. even if she got lap, lipo, it still protrudes. They need to go in and restructure that ab muscle and take it in. This girl could do plastic surgery her own self yeah. now. I, that's she, why you need to get her book. Let me ask you this, then. Yeah. Shout out to New Life Plastic Surgery. I have collabed with them. I'm one of their brand ambassadors. Y'all owe us money because that's a commercial. That's a great commercial. <laughs> what do you think about me money. like Batman, Kevo, and other men getting Go ass. for it. Shit, I want my nigga to get some lipo. This nigga crazy. Yeah, guys, do it. Why not? Suck the gut out. It's wild, bro. Then go do the sit-ups. Is there any surgery? Hold on. Is there any surgery you wouldn't condemn? Like, you... The penis surgery. So you wouldn't want a man to get more inches? No. Bitches don't even really want big fat dicks anyway. They want girth and they want a little length, but you, you don't need that much. I just had. Mike, this nigga said this nigga start getting all excited and see us fucking shaking our heads. And now he's like, you should be in this? No, Bianca can stay where she's at, okay? <laughs> Back to what you were saying. How has your money changed since you had the question? So it's so crazy. Oh, uh, well, a lot, of, a lot of the money has happened because I was in the strip club. Mm -hmm. So I'm now I'm doing the lipo one because I want to love my I want to love what I see in the mirror and that plays a big part on your confidence. It really wasn't for everybody else. It was for me. Mm -hmm. I was depressed. I'm de I'm depressed when I don't like how I look. I got a real question. Yeah. A former fat girl told me mm -hmm. that although she got her body done, she was still a fat girl in her mind. So it's bad body dysmorphia. Right. You will never be skinny enough. At some point, you got to stop. So even right now where I'm at, I'm a thick girl, but I have come to a comfortability stage mm -hmm. where I'm like, this is just what I am. I could probably be 130 pounds, but how would that look? I have, I have made my whole premises around being thick. So 
I could get skinny, but then the world mommy might talk and be like, is she sick? Is she on crack? Is she, you know what I'm saying? You have to love yourself from the inside out. So no matter how much work you do and how much plastic surgery you do, if you don't genuinely love what you about yourself, it don't matter what you, how much how much you do and change your body. So that's body dysmorphia, and I suffered from that too. Even Tammy Roman talked about it. That's why that's why I asked you. See, I'm 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 a little hip out here. I don't yeah. know. I don't just know music. You heard? Tammy Roman, if you see, she's really slim, and she said at one point she had got really slim, and everybody was telling her she was slim, but she said when she looked in the mirror, she still saw the fat girl. I went through that. I suffered from that so for so long, of looking in the mirror, and and again, I'm blessed to have great people around me. Um, cause I would be like, I'm fat, I'm fat. And so I'm going to the gym every day and they're like, bitch, do you see his stomach? You got a whole V line, bitch. The fuck is you talking about? Yeah, you, Everything is sitting right. I would die to have the legs you have. I would die to have, you understand? And, and I'm like, really? I had to come to, and again, I use, I use, I use God because he helped me understand, like, be happy with what I, what I, you know, I'm going to give you the means and in the, in the, in the abundance to do these surgeries, right? And, and all that stuff. But I, I need you to love you. What's coming next? You you didn't ah. you, you didn't you, you didn't been on people's shows. Yeah. You want to do this network. Yeah. You strip, you ran strip cuz, you rap, you did all yeah. this stuff and yeah. it all brought you to this point right now, right here. Yeah. What's next? So I'm I'm on my way. I, I look at myself as uh becoming a mogul. I like to use Oprah because she has put herself in so many different sectors. If if Oprah was a bad bitch, that would be me. That's where I'm on my way to. I want to tackle Everything on my checklist, and I'm doing a good job at it. I know some people be like, "What do you want to do with the rest of your life?" But I have, I'm so God has given me so many great gifts that He's just now putting me in the certain positions where I'm able to serve my purpose. So, um, be even being on Dawson's Cabaret, you know, everybody was like, "Why would you want to be on such a ratchet show? That's not who you are. You're such a classy, you know, mm -hmm. whatever." Da 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 da. But being in that house and being around a lot of girls who may have came from trauma, who may have not been healed, who may have never been around somebody like myself who is genuine and really don't want nothing from you, just want to see you win. Mm -hmm. um, that alone uh, is me serving my purpose and doing what I'm supposed to. So I'm already, I'm already doing what I, what I want to do. It's just cha I'm changing lives. I, I, I know I'm impactful when I speak and I mm -hmm. know that I have a lot of young girls that are looking at me like I, want, I could do that too. So what's next is just to keep continue being impactful in whatever way that I can. Um, Any more TV shows on the rise? I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't speak. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm absolutely. You know, God willing. But the biggest thing for me is uh, the financial stability. I mean, that's what I wanted to yeah, ask. Yeah, the biggest you... thing for me is the financial stability. The... So getting to a place where um, I'm investing. Um, I'm getting a lot more book smart. I'm reading a lot more. You're elevating. You're growing. Yeah. And so for me, I, I, I don't know what people see as success. I can tell you where I want to be in the ultimate of things. I want to be famous and an international superstar. Right? That's what I want to be because I'm part of the 1%. You know, people who go to the NFL and the NBA, I'm a dreamer. Everybody's not a dreamer. I'm a dreamer and I'm an executor. And so the two of those That's things, the important yeah, thing. Yeah. The two yeah. of those things together are really, really beautiful, especially when 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 the spark happens, when you put the plus sign yeah. and the negative together and then you get you get fired. You know? This is my last question, yeah. especially on a business and a psychology thing. You're engaged. You mentioned Oprah. Oprah, Rihanna, a lot of women who are getting money more than their partner 
are refusing to get married because of the, you know, it's not beneficial. It's not beneficial for them if they divorce. Because think, let me show you oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. If she married ASAP, he's immediately a, bi- a billionaire. And if they divorce... She will marry him. She will. Would you get married knowing that you made more than a man and the potentiality of your network <coughs> could go to that man? Called the prenup. Prenups are, like, worthless now, as The type of man that I entertain, um, I'm not... I'm not... Wait, before I say this, we are the only culture... And I see this so many places. We the only culture that worry about what what our partners got financially. We mm-hmm. talk about money. Yeah. I use the Bible as a great example because that is that is the rule book for me to teach you how to be a great woman. Mm-hmm. And and any man that I'm gonna decide to be with, he has to read the Bible too because it's gonna be his handbook on how to be a great man and lead his family mm-hmm. and lead his woman into greatness. So regardless if I make more money than him. I just had this conversation on Eight at the Table. Like, even if I make more money than him or he's not the financial breadwinner, he's still the leader and the provider and the protector in my household because that is what God designed him to be. I am a helpmate. So even if I made more money than him, I'm just hypothetically speaking, I'm sure he would pick up the slack in a greater way. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, I'm not the one that's going to fix the lawnmower when it breaks. I'm not the one who's going to go out and find a new refrigerator that's perfect for our house. I'm not the one who knows how to... He he, he contributes in a a great way. So you would marry ASAP Rocky if he was worth a billion dollars and he's worth 20 million? Absolutely. Knowing that the potentiality is if that relationship fails, he's entitled to alimony. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't marry nobody if I thought I had to have a prenup with him. Right. That means I don't trust you. Yep. Bottom line. Because if you that's just me. And, you, and, I, and I'm, I, not, I'm not I'm not a millionaire. I'm mm-hmm. not a billionaire. But and and I, I'm I'm married already. So if I come into millions, she automatically deserves to get half. But I would not marry you. You would have to be pulling the real wool over my eyes to even take me to the point the, the, of wanting to get married. A lot of these niggas. I'm right no go here. for it. No, end it right here. A Let's lot of these dudes what you that say. be getting rocked for their money. The finesse, right? Mm-hmm. They don't be getting finessed. They know these bitches don't like them, <laughs> and they think that the money is gonna change them and make these women like them. They're not. They don't like you. You gotta be and, that guy. And they right? know it. Mm-hmm. These guys be the getting money. married two and three times and all this other ridiculous. Shit. You know that they don't like you. And then the other nigga is this. I got rich with her, and I couldn't get bitches that look like her or women. Sorry, women that look like her. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna divorce her because now I got money. I can get her. Oh, so so now I'm rock. gonna just give you my money. Yeah, he so can't rock. Out of the way, use a dickhead. Yeah. You so, her. so here's the dynamic that I get all the time, right? What's up? Because the person I'm with is very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Takes care of everything, right? And then the dynamic, the dynamic is like, you with him for his money. But see, and... A woman not, doesn't want to be around a man that's the, the package. But, but listen to this. On the outside, yeah. it's all noise. Gotcha. Because, because to him, he sees, I'm rich, I'm rich in spirit already. I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm I'm very valuable mm. in the sense of I'm he's rich, so now I gotta I gotta invest into her so she can be as strong as me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see it as she's with me, I'm with him for his money. No, I I see it as I'm I'm grateful that he has the means to help me um further my career and further my dreams and and all those things. I'm not a user and I'm not a gold digger because I definitely know how to go get it. 
But the fact that you have it, I said this the first time I went viral, <laughs> sitting, talking about how to keep a man. It's not that you can't go get it, all this Miss Independent and all that other stuff like that. Um, but the fact that I got it and I can help you get it easier, that's what I'm going to do because that's what a real man does. So if you are any smart of a woman, tell women stop going after the type. Because mm. your type is not going to be the man that is going to value you. He's going to cherish you. He's going to love you unconditionally. And I think a lot of women are missing that from their life. They don't know what unconditional love looks like. So I, I, I just say I'm blessed because God has formulated a great circle around me. Even y'all being around. You don't understand what I'm saying? He has formulated great people that just keep coming into my life that want to see me win. So regardless if I was with the rich nigga or not, I am destined for greatness. So while you there and if you do got that rich nigga, you do have that person coming into your life that wants to see you win and is investing, do the right thing by it because it ain't going to be there for long. I told God that um, if he gave me another big fish, right, because I got to talk in women terminology, if he mm -hmm. gave me another big fish, I wouldn't waste it. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just be shopping. So you don't got to, so you don't got to like the big fish. He, he, he just needs to be a big fish. No, no. No, she's talking about blessing. Or you'll learn to like, I know. No, oh. like, like, okay. Oh. Like, okay, so... The big fish is the nigga with the money. Yeah. Am I, am oh. I missing the point? No, yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. okay. So, so liking I'm, I'm, I'm here. So, oh, so my bad, because what she said, I'm not going to waste it. I'm like, yeah. oh. so, She's not going to waste the catch. Yeah. Yeah, so so my thing is, is like this, okay. right? <laughs> my fault. Um, also coming with that is learning to love yourself as a woman, right? So when you do get with a man that has all this money... It doesn't matter how much money he got. Somebody said, well, yo, well, well, how did when you become a millionaire, you'll probably leave your nigga and get a new one, a richer one, right? I said, why would I, why would I do that? Because you might like this I can other guy in front for of real. Him. I can fart in front of him. I can take a shit at six o'clock in the morning and he'd be like, Damien, shit stinks, close the door. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to go back through the-, the Comfortability. The, I don't want to go back through that again. I'm trying to get comfortable around somebody. I second snatch my wiggle, my nigga take out my cornrows. He don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like- you can't, you can't, you can't just replace those things. You can't replace genuosity. You can't replace somebody who really loves you and wants to see you win at all costs. That they would give you, if he got five, I got four. Understood. You know, and, and I could get with somebody with way more money, but they got five and they only willing to give me $50 now. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's like, nah, I don't really, you know what I mean? It's not, mm -hmm. you know... I'm always gonna date up. That's just what I. I just that's every I, woman. That's just where I come from. I don't. I, I. My daddy bought me my first diamonds. My daddy bought me my first Chanel. I don't have daddy issues. I watched my parents loving each other until my daddy took his last breath. So they set. He set the the standard and and for me when I choose my husband, I'm going to choose somebody who has certain values. And it's not just the money because I watched my nigga lose it all. Too. I I just I watched him a couple years ago lose two million dollars. My job as a helpmate, by, by what God says, my job is to figure out how to help him get that back because this affects our household dynamic. Mm. You understand what I mean? It's no longer me thinking for self. And I don't think a lot of women say they want to be married and they want a husband or they want a man. But until you learn to stop being selfish and thinking only about yourself, you start thinking that every move that I make, how does it affect my partner? How does it make us better. Down to even when you go grocery shopping, I'm thinking about all the healthy foods to buy so that way he can be strong to be able to take care of our household. If Let's just go on the most smallest of scales, right? 
if, if we were broke and there was only one steak, I'm going to eat a salad and I'm going to feed the steak to my man because I need him to be fueled to go out and provide for our family. There you go. So, and we're never going to talk about 50-50 and money. I don't think we've ever talked about money. It's only the people on the outside that are so concerned about how the money is getting spent and dispersed. They don't have it. That's it. <laughs> we don't even talk about, I don't, I don't, we don't even talk about money. He's like concerned. If I go to work, if I went to the strip club tonight and come in, you think my nigga's asking me how much money I made last night? No, he's not. Mm. But he also knows that he's, he's with a woman who's smart enough to know Save your money for a rainy day, because if shit gets fucked up over here, I know you can hold us down. And that's partnership. And that's and also, a lot of my success and growth comes from foundation and balance in my household. See, I don't talk about my relationship. I don't talk because I, I don't think it's important at all. You know, um, I think that it, I think that understanding that when you have balance in your personal life, your family, you have core values, everything else is just gonna. It's just going to flow. So when people see me, they see the glow. They see the happiness. They see a lot of these bitches are miserable. And they're painting a picture for people that don't... A lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. They're miserable. So they're painting this picture for motherfuckers who didn't even got shit. I was just talking on the phone with my mans. I said, the girls I I used to look up to... Don't even got nothing. They don't have nothing. They got bad credit. They ain't got no car. They don't. They don't got a chill, crib. Chill. They, they, they don't got a crib. They live in check to check. Yeah. They spending their money on shit that don't. That can't bring them nothing. I, me, I'm only spending big money on shit that I know that can make me some more, more money. That's where I'm at right now. I fuck with a nigga. Before I ask for a Chanel bag, I'm gonna ask him to fix my credit. It's entertainment, y'all. Bad bitch, good credit. Yeah, I said it. Huh? That, that's Bagfield. <laughs> Boom. Word. Yo, Yo we out. few like, subscribe, super thanks. Hello. Thank you for coming. Tell them how, how they find Listen, you. follow me, Holiday, the Golden Child on all platforms. New music coming. Tune in every Sunday, 8 p.m. Dawson's Cabaret, Zeus Network, only on the Zeus Network. You know, go get that book. Click the link in the bio. I am not a doctor. Mm. Listen, and also, ladies, if you're trying to get your waist right, get snatched, go over to officialgoldencurves.com and go shop. Get you some waist trainers, get you some faja days, you know what I'm saying? Get you some sweatbands. Support black business. Yeah, period. Period. just support the business, period. Black or not. Thanks, we out of <laughs> here. Salute to the Sagittarius. Sagittarius gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs>